the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. have power words have meaning when used effectively not always though. sometimes words are spoken and they are empty vacuous one of my favorite words sounds like what it is hollow no substance when something is vacuous we try not to traffic in vacuous words here we try and purpose to traffic in truth on the bruce hooley show and i'm glad to be back with you on a Tuesday following Christmas, preceding the start of 2022, we'll talk about empty words today. Yes, the president will star in our show. And so will our mayor, who I presume is uh, sitting in his office, hoping against hope, because I think it's foolhardy to hope, that there will not be at least one more murder in our city over the next four days. We sit at 199 homicides. For 2021, it has been an ongoing story, the violence in Columbus. It will be an ongoing story because while a lot of things have been put into place, a lot of initiatives, a lot of planning, a lot of platitudes have been spoken, nothing, nothing that I see in the mayor's actions the results of his cosmetic policies will change or de-escalate the danger of being a citizen of the city of Columbus in 2022. Uh, We have uh, two murders that we will talk about today that have happened in the last few days. Uh, One happened yesterday morning at 4.40 a.m. It is a very common circumstance for someone to be murdered in the city of Columbus in the wee hours of a day. Uh, The east side of Columbus is a very common area for people to be killed, but so is the hilltop, so is Linden, so is the southeast side near Canal Winchester. All very common areas, but no place is immune, as we found out a few weeks ago when a man was sitting on one of the big red balls at Target The Easton Town Center, an area frequented by many, many people, not just at the Christmas season, but any time of year, sipping his coffee, guy walks up, shoots him in the head, assassinates him, and flees. And no one has found that assailant yet, nor has anyone found the two assailants who murdered a six-year-old and a nine-year-old and a 22-year-old while they sat in their car. So many of these homicides go unsolved, and I know people blame police for that, and that is not the fault of police. It is the fault, like the murders of Olivia Kurtz 
And Mackenzie Ridley, it is the fault of the people who know and will not say because it violates some kind of code of street justice. But the two murders that we are talking about today, homicide number 199, 440 a.m. Monday, 1100 block Shady Lane Drive on the east side. Officers arrive and the guy's already been shot and he's already dead. 22 years old. Very common age for people to be murdered in the city of Columbus. And then the one that really troubles me, not that they, well, there's just the nature of some, the age of the victim, the circumstances in which it happens. You're not devaluing anyone's life to say that one homicide troubles you more than another. But if somebody is a criminal and they get murdered by another criminal or they get the result of a, 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 an array of bad life choices, I am not as troubled by that as I am for the six- and the nine-year-old boy who were sitting in the car waiting to find out where they were going to meet their mom for dinner, and they were assassinated by two assailants who fired 50-plus rounds into their car. Yeah, that one troubles me. And this one troubles me because I'm afraid of what it might mean. We had a caller to this show a couple weeks ago, and I know this is an imperfect way to address this. It's a, it's a bit of a long shot, but it's something nevertheless that came into my mind, and you may remember a call a few weeks ago because the call was powerful, from a gentleman named Mohammed. That's how he identified himself. We were talking about crime in the city of Columbus that day, and he called and he said he lives in Linden, and that he's Somali, and that he said it's a hopeless situation living in Linden, hearing this violence all around. We talked for quite an extended period of time. And on Friday afternoon, there was a body found uh, in Linden, an imam at the uh, mosque on the northeast side, and his first name is Muhammad. Now, I'm, I'm hoping against hope this is not the gentleman that I spoke with. He said he was a listener to the show. Muhammad, if you are listening to the show today, I'm thrilled that you uh, are safe. And I would just like the personal assurance that you are safe. Again, I said it's imperfect. I don't know if he listens to the show every day. I don't know if he can listen to the show today. Certainly there's been a death in the... Uh, is, is the Somali community that is that is uh, devastated that community. We don't have any details on how the person died yet. Don't know if he was shot. Don't know if whatever happened. But this, to me, was like indicative of the fact that I don't know if this is the gentleman that I spoke with. And I'm not saying that I'm troubled because this is a gentleman who called and agreed with me, and I feel like I lost, you know, a supporter or whatever. But... I think the point is, at some time, it's very possible your life is going to be touched by someone who winds up on the wrong end of this escalating violence in the city. It's not like the city's not doing anything in response to it, but it feels to me, in my analysis and assessment of it, that the city is not doing anything that will make an appreciable impact on the murder rate and the crime and the violence in the city. I know, I know. We didn't have a Civilian Oversight Review Board a year ago at this time. We've had one since March. Has it made any difference? 
we had a different service director in the city. Ned Pettis retired. Now it's Robert Clark. He's the public safety director. He's only been on the job since September. Doesn't strike me that anything has changed since September. We have a new police chief, Elaine Bryant. She spent six months on the job. She's taking classes so she can get certified. I guess it must be really tough to be the police chief of Columbus. There must be some certification required that we couldn't find a single qualified candidate across the entire United States to lead the Columbus Police Department who didn't have to get the job before she got certified to take the job. That seems ludicrous and dumb to me. And has her presence in the city made any difference? No, it has not. We've paid a lot of money. In December, we paid $6 million to a bunch of rioters who took tear gas in the face because they wouldn't do what cops told them to do, and cops did what cops are trained to do and told to do, which is clear the streets of people making life unsafe for other people in the city. You show up at a riot, you're around rock throwers and bottle throwers. I don't feel any sympathy for you if you get tear gassed. I don't. Zero. You put yourself in a situation where you could get gassed. Say it's your right to protest. Yeah, it is. Have at it. Do it peacefully. But if you're standing next to somebody and you can't control their actions and they're not peaceful and you get caught in the fog of tear gas aimed at them or you're mistaken because you look like or answer the description of someone who has been described as violent or in violation of the law, those things happen in highly volatile charge situations. And I think it is a colossal overreach to tell Columbus police, as the city has, that going forward, they are no longer allowed to use pepper spray or tear gas or wooden pellets or flashbang grenades or batons or push or pull nonviolent protesters. Oh, I'm nonviolent. What's the soup for? I'm taking it to the food pantry. Sure you are. Oh, there's a cop. Let's throw it at him and let him take it to the food pantry. I know the stupid logic you use to skirt the law. All these initiatives, all these plans, all these commissions, all these hires, all these things are just empty words. There's no logical expectation that any of them, any of them, all the kind words, all the community outreach, all the this, all the that, all the emptiness will not make one lick of difference because there's nothing geared toward more accountability and consequences for actions. There's nothing about stepping up enforcement and targeting gang violence and gang activity in the city of Columbus. No, we can't do that. The juvenile court judges might write us a nasty letter about making kids feel like they're criminals by putting them behind bars. Yeah, we have a mayor who will stand up every time there is a headline homicide that so exceeds the tragedy of the -the run-of-the-mill homicide. And he'll say, we can't stand for it. We won't stand for this anymore. And the truth is, you will stand there 
throughout 2022 and however much longer your term runs. You will stand there until the end of time, Andrew Ginther, talking about all the things and how offended you are by what's going on. But nothing that you've done, and I am fearful that nothing that you will do, will make one lick of difference in keeping the citizens of this city any safer than they have been before you came into office. We're talking about empty words today. Hopefully I'm not foisting any on you. I hope my words have weight. I hope they're on target. I hope they uh, shed light uh, on the darkness. It's not like there's a shortage of darkness out there. There is not. You can contribute to our conversation. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can email the show, bruce at 989theanswer.com, bruce at 989theanswer.com. And you can watch the show live on Facebook right now. Search The Hooli Show. So I touched on in segment one the empty words of Andrew Ginther. Oh, this initiative, that initiative, police review board, civilian review board. Hey, they're going to hire. Did you know that the civilians who've never been cops, never been out on a call, uh, did you know, by the way, that they have the power to hire uh, a bigwig? Yeah, we have a uh, safety director. Uh, They are going to hire the uh, Civilian Review Board, uh, their own, like, ombudsman type guy. And he'll have a type guy or gal, have a five-year contract, and then he can renew it for five more years. So we're going to have another level of top management in the city making big money, and I highly doubt doing anything effective. So uh, that will add more power, but it'll also probably add more empty words. Our president has a lot of power. Uh, He traffics in empty words. When Omicron started to take hold across the country, uh, Joe Biden's defense for the lack of tests was to say, no one could have seen this coming. No one could have seen this coming. Uh, That, I said, was a very, very apt uh, description of his presidency. It is the no one could have seen this coming presidency. No one could have seen... The Taliban taking over Afghanistan faster than we expected. No one saw that coming. No one saw the border being overrun by illegal immigrants. No one saw that coming. No one saw supply chain crisis coming. No one saw inflation coming. No one saw gas price hikes coming. No one saw it coming. Now Joe Biden has a new mantra for his presidency. And it is a convenient mantra and a very useful mantra. It is always also a very empty mantra. His mantra to governors at the White House the other day meeting to get their arms around COVID was to say, there is no federal solution. (laughs) There is no federal solution. I am young enough to remember when Joe Biden ran for president in 2020, largely on the platform of Donald Trump watch COVID. What else did Biden have to work with? After all, the economy until COVID was roaring minority Unemployment was way, way down. Stock market up, people making money. Our allies around the world loved us. We were not involved in any new wars. Enemies were terrified of us, wouldn't try anything. Then COVID happened. Jane Fonda said it. 
It's God's gift to Democrats. It gave them a way to get Donald Trump out of office. He was responsible for every COVID death, Democrats said. He was culpable for the lack of testing, for not wearing a mask, for getting COVID himself, for this, for that, the other. Everything was tied to COVID. Whatever they could tie to COVID, they tied to COVID. And they tied it all to Trump, and it was the anchor that brought him down. That and his own ego, of course. Everything, according to Joe Biden, the candidate, when he actually spoke from the sanctuary of his basement, was... Trump's fault because he should be fixing this. Now Joe Biden says, there is no federal solution. Wow. Let's see who that exonerates. Oh, what a coincidence. It exonerates Joe Biden. There is no federal solution, the man says. Hmm. Those seem like very empty words to me. Very self-serving words. And right in in line with that, comes the latest recommendation from our friend Rochelle, Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC. Now, the CDC, did you know, has cut its required quarantine period for people who test positive for COVID from 10 days to five. Do we have new research that five days is adequate? Uh, No, we do not. What we have according to the CDC, are concerns about staffing shortages at hospitals, airlines, and businesses across the country. Research has suggested, not proved, but suggested, Omicron, while more infectious, causes milder illness. Now, they're hesitant to admit that. Remember, Rochelle Walensky last week said, eh, you know, we anticipate that, but let's not extrapolate that data too quick. Here's the quote from Rochelle. Not all those cases are going to be severe. In fact, many are going to be asymptomatic. How many people in the world do you think know what the word asymptomatic means? I know what it means. You know what it means. It means you don't have any symptoms. But you're supposed to react some some way without symptoms and I don't know what. Like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm positive. Whatever. We want to make sure there's a mechanism by which we can safely continue to keep society functioning while following the science. No, the reason they cut from 10 days to 5 is because 10 was making it impossible to keep people on the job enough so that the complaints stayed manageable at hospitals, airlines, businesses, and the like. And now they realize if we make everybody who tests positive sit for 10 days, we're going to have big-time problems and it's going to create more political issues for us. So we're going to cut the quarantine period from 10 days to 5 because that will allow us to still maintain the illusion we're following the science. And fight off some of the complaints we get if we kept people sidelined. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.